welcome to another episode of Conversations with Vintage Women. My name is Christy Hagens and I serve as your women's coordinator here at Vintage Church. And on today's episode, I am joined by my very special friend, Kendall Knowles. Kendall has been a part of Vintage Church since fall of 2019, but she'll tell you that she didn't actually get to become a partner until fall of 2020 because of that lovely pandemic that messed with all of our lives. <laughs> so um, Kendall moved to New Orleans for seminary, and she has since graduated, whoop, whoop, and she is now a provisionally licensed professional counselor. So for those who don't know that, Kendall, what is a provisionally licensed professional counselor? It means that we're not in school anymore, but we haven't gotten a full license yet because we're working on our hours. So um, it means that we're working full time in my case and that I'm, you know, working in a private practice and working on my hours, doing individual sessions with clients while I'm working towards that full licensure. Yes. And how many hours do you have to have? 3,000. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a whole lot. So. Yes. And you faithfully serve here at Vintage on the mm -hmm. Connect team, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. I do. I love serving on Connect. Yes. I know. Everybody, like probably knows you by your like bubbly personality and your smile. So. Oh, thanks. Yes, yes. And so today we are talking about spiritual gifts. Whoop, whoop. I know. So in, we are in the Saint series uh, here at church, and I do believe uh, Pastor Dustin, at the time of we're recording this, he's going to be preaching on this. Uh, the passage uh, on spiritual gifts from Ephesians on this upcoming Sunday. Uh, but by the time this is edited and released, it'll be, I think, the day after that. So we are not going into a huge, exhaustive study of, of the spiritual <laughs> gifts. We don't have time for that. I think that would take multiple podcasts. Um, maybe Dustin will do that. I don't know. But <laughs> for the sake of our purpose today, we're not doing that. Yeah, and uh, Christy may be, but I am by no means an expert on the spiritual gifts. Um, so, yeah, but I am really honored to be here with you guys and to just, like, discuss it a little bit because it is a super vital part, obviously, of our lives as saints mm -hmm. and of the body itself. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we will jump in. Um Kendall, how did you learn about spiritual gifts? Okay, so I learned about spiritual gifts probably as like a really young kid, honestly. So part of my testimony is that I don't remember a time in my life where I wasn't being taught about who Jesus was. Okay. So I was like born and raised in the church by <laughs> my dad is a pastor. And so that was just like very much a part of our lives. Yeah. So I learned about spiritual gifts, honestly, like before I can really remember, um, definitely way before I knew what mine were or before I saw mine in action or anything mm -hmm. like that, I learned that like, yeah, okay, so when we get saved, we then have the Holy Spirit and He does things in us. So yeah. that was kind of like my general basic understanding of spiritual gifts as a kid. Yeah. I feel like that's probably really rare because mm -hmm. I think a lot of us probably don't have 
much knowledge or base knowledge or awareness of the idea of spiritual gifts until probably, I don't know, later teens, maybe adulthood. Maybe for some people, this is the first time that they're becoming aware of this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It definitely is a gift. And so like I definitely under and mm. and I definitely understand that that's not super common, right? And so mm. I am the outlier in that. <laughs> yeah. So what have you learned that your gifts are? Okay. Yeah. So I would say that my if we're going to do like three, I don't know. (laughs) Um, I would say that my three are encouragement, hospitality, and administration. There have definitely been like times and moments and situations where I feel like one is more prevalent than the other, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is just kind of natural if we think about it, right? But like, I would say that those encouragement, hospitality, and administration are kind of like my spiritual gifts. Yeah. That's, I could easily see how gifts like that also play very well off of each other, right? And I'm sure yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll kind of dig yeah, into yeah, yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, I remember in our conversation prior to this, you had mentioned, you know, some people may not even view administration as a spiritual gift, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So what has been your experience, or maybe not even your experience, but... What what led you to, to tell me that before? What led me to, like, give the caveat that yes. some people don't consider? Oh, yeah. I think, honestly, that's just, like, part of how I came to terms with it. Is that at mm. first I was like, no, that's not a spiritual gift. That's just because I'm type A. Or okay. that's just because I'm organized. Yeah. Right? And so I have come to learn... And maybe this is because of my background in psychology, right? But, like, I think that our spiritual gifts play in with our personality in some, like, sometimes some undistinguishable ways. Mm. And so, yeah, I think that that's part of why I gave that caveat of, like, some people may not consider it a spiritual gift, right? Yeah. Because probably for a long time I didn't. Yeah. I also think, you know, and again, we're not necessarily going to go into, like, a list of all the different spiritual gifts. But I definitely think there's this human temptation to view some gifts as more vital to the body Mm -hmm. of Christ and others not as vital, which is totally inaccurate, right? Right, yeah. And I could easily see how uh, maybe somebody could hold a position of like, okay, administration's not super important, but absolutely not. Like, it is yeah. very important. Yeah. And and I think, I don't know how much, like, this plays into our conversation, but it's kind of like something that you can learn in yeah. a way. And so sometimes we will discredit giftings that God has given us mm-hmm. in ways that he has designed us because it's something that kind of anybody can learn how to be organized, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's about where it comes from Mm -hmm. that makes it a spiritual gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where it comes from. Can you unpack that a little (laughs) bit? Like, like when you say that, the word that immediately comes to mind is, like, the source. Yeah. The source of power. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, spiritual gifts, the Spirit himself gives these to us. Mm. And so I think 
that is the source of power ultimately. And there's something about a spiritual gift of like acknowledging this isn't from me. I can't do this on my own. Oh, Oh, that's good. Because if it's not from me, it's not, it's not necessarily for my benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I think we, okay. I guess small caveat, but, but, or small tangent, whatever. Uh, you know, we live in this society where it's really easy to promote ourselves. It's really easy to share a story about the cool thing I did, the cool thing I'm learning, my achievements or my hardships, whatever. But what you just said, this, these gifts being from God, the Holy Spirit, not myself. Yeah. Is a, great impactful reminder that like again this faith everything about god's story and the way we fit into it is Mm -hmm. not about us yes it's it and and you know we were talking about this before we started recording that i was reading in ephesians about this specific spiritual gifts that paul mentions and that whole section is not he doesn't even expound about how you use your gift, mm. he expounds on the unity in the body, and that's why the gifts are given. And again, like unity in the body means that like people got to lay down their desires, work together, love one another, even when they disagree, all these things. Yeah, yeah. And so again, it's just pointing all back to the giver mm-hmm. who gave us the gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it in a nutshell, right there. Yeah. We can push done on this podcast. <laughs> like that was it. <laughs> so so okay, so you have had opportunities to figure out what your gifts are. What did that process look like? How did you discover what your gifts are? Yeah. So um in two different ways that were equally important. Um, so the first one is like spiritual gift assessments, right? Like Mm -hmm. pen and paper test. I have this very specific (laughs) memory of doing them in Sunday school, right? Like we were, for those who don't know who Sunday school is, (laughs) because we do not have Sunday school. (laughs) It's a, it's our version of B group, but on Sundays, hence Sunday school. Yeah, okay, so we're, like, really throwing it back. So, like, a very traditional Southern Baptist church, you know, like, boys, youth, Sunday school class, girls, youth, Sunday school class. But for some reason, we came together to do the spiritual gift assessments. Um, And so, like, taking this, like, eight-page assessment of, like, You ranked yourself on a Likert scale from one to five of like how good you felt like you were at these simple statements, yeah, um, like how true they were for you. And then you tallied it at the end (laughs) and it was like, okay, these are your top five. So (laughs) I so remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. So doing things like that, Mm -hmm. um, that's one way that I started to see, um, what some of my spiritual gifts were. Yeah. Um, I haven't done one of those in a, in a long time. Yeah. Um, and Same. so, right. Um, and then 
uh, like reading about them as well, right? Mm-hmm. So like being curious of like, okay, what does this gift look like? And reading what um, leaders in the church have said, having conversations with leaders in the church, things like that, yeah. which kind of piggybacks or leapfrogs into um, the second way. And the second way was by people who were more mature in their faith speaking into my life. Mm. So people who are like, hey, Kendall, you're really good at this thing. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, Kendall, will, would you consider or pray about stepping into this role? Because this is how we see the Lord gifting you for that. And we want to like encourage you to step into it. Yeah. Or even people being like, wow, like, Kendall, you are encouraging. Like, when I spend time with you, I'm encouraged. Mm. And it's not, like, superficial. And I'm like, what did I even say that, like, was <laughs> meaningful to you? Because it's not really me, yeah. right? And yeah. so I think through, like, conversations with people who, again, were more mature in their faith. Yeah. Is really how I began to see, like, okay, these are my three. That's good. That's good because what I what I'm hearing is this theme of I had to be in community in order to know and begin to understand what my gifts were. Oh yeah, absolutely, right? And so mm-hmm. I think it's I think it is true for all spiritual gifts because I think it is the nature and the reason for the spiritual gifts is for community. Yeah. Like Ephesians very clearly says, right? But if you think about like the specific gifts I'm referring to, like encouragement and hospitality, how you you just gonna encourage yourself? You just right. gonna give yourself a pep talk? Right. Like right. how are you gonna be hospitable with yourself? Like yeah. what's what's that look like? You know? So like I think just on a really practical level, it involves community, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And you know, I, I you know, Peter Scazzaro talks about like the shadow side of things. Like, come on, Pete. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, for those who don't know Peter Scazzaro, he is the author of Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, Emotionally Healthy Church, like all of those books. Like that, those are his resources. Um, but I love the concept where he talks about like we all have shadow parts of ourselves, and even. In God's good gifts, there can be shadow sides or shadow maybe effects um, of those things. And I think no matter what our spiritual gifts are, because we're human Mm. and because we are insecure at times or prideful at times or whatever the case may be, when we start to operate more out of our flesh, we forget that uh, these spiritual gifts are not for our growing mm-hmm. or for putting ourselves on display, but it's for the other. It's for uh, the community. It's for the body. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you're going right back to the source, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. talking about, like, okay, where is this coming from? Where is the energy for this act of service or the you, this display of the gift? Yeah. Where is that coming from? Where is the motivation? Where is the drive? Yes. Right? Like, I feel like that's what you're getting back to. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Okay. Um, how do you see your specific gifts that you bring to, you know, whether it's Vintage Church, Bigger C Church, Community mm. Church, 
How do you see those being used in the church? Yeah. Um, you know, just like my natural disposition is extremely extroverted. It is. Right? And, and extremely warm. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, like, warmth and, like, being more than willing to talk to anyone who will talk to me um, just really naturally lend itself to, like, me serving on Connect. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I <laughs> I was having a conversation with a coworker um, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, she asked me if I served at my church, and I said yes, and she was like, let me guess, you greet people. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do. Yes. <laughs> and it's my favorite. I love it. Yes. Um, and so, like, I see it on display there. Yeah. Um, specific, but specifically in a really unique way in, like, the conversations that I have with other people serving on Connect. Mm. Right? Of, like, hey, how are you? The mm. last time we served together, like, this was going on. Like, how are you? How can the four of us who are serving today serve one another? Yeah. And like see one another in this space, right? That's good because we can forget that we have needs as well, mm. right? Or that we need the very thing that we're able to give to other people, mm-hmm. we forget that we need that too. Yeah. Right? So yeah. like as an encourager, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Is it easy for you to accept or receive encouragement? Um <laughs> That might be a really vulnerable question. It is. I'm so sorry. Well, I'll answer it. Okay. Um, yes and no, right? Like, there are some things that I know that I'm good at. Mm. And if you encourage me on that, then, like, I'll believe you. But there are some things that I feel really insecure about. And if you speak to those things, it's really hard for me to believe you. Yeah. Unless we have deep relationship. Yeah. Right? So, like... When my close people call out something in me and say, like, hey, like, I see this. Call out in a good way. Yes. But, like, say, like, hey, I see this in you and, like, encourage this part of me that, like, I'm struggling with. Yeah. I can believe them because I know them and I trust them. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. If it's Joe Blow off the street, I'm like, he don't know nothing about me. <laughs> and then I don't receive it. Right? Yes. So, yes and no is okay. the answer to that question. No. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And Again, I, back to community and relationship. So true. <laughs> Isn't it funny? We're drawing these two parallels between spiritual giftings and the body and community. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and I think I, I think your your answer probably resonates with so many people mm-hmm. that um, words don't necessarily have the same weight without uh, relationship without consistency, without action that back up those words. Yeah, gosh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, somebody randomly, which not to say that God can't use mm-hmm. people that we don't know. I mean. Absolutely. Like, I think we, we I, I have many stories, I guess, where, like, I didn't really know a person, and they're speaking into me, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this was Holy Spirit divine, because they don't know a thing about me, but the way they're praying for me right now Mm. is exactly how I needed to be prayed for, because I was too scared to ask God for those things, or whatever the case may be, right? Um, But it can still be a little little hard to receive it, even though, yeah. so, no, that's good, Um, I, I don't know, just getting back to what you said, like, even though 
you are someone who serves in in our church in the capacity that you do, uh, even alongside the people that you're serving. Hey, how do you need encouragement? How are you doing? Um, and and really kind of checking in on that heart level, mm-hmm. not just yeah. the superficial yeah. surface level. Yeah. And, like, they do that for me, too, right? You know, yeah, like, yeah. I didn't mean to say that and say, like, I'm always doing that for them. No, like, I feel so connected <laughs> on that like... team, right? Yeah. Because it's a place where we all have s- somewhat similar giftings. Mm. And so, like, yeah, man, it's so good. And, like, our pastors and our leaders do such a fabulous job of cultivating that culture, yeah. And I'm so thankful for that. And then it gets replicated every week. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I don't know if you notice this or not, and the listeners won't be able to see because they can't see us, but when you speak about serving on Connect, you're, you kind of light up. Oh, really? You do. <laughs> yes, yes. But, and it, it makes me think, I do think there's this reality where when we are walking in the giftings of the Holy Spirit... It is very life-giving to us. 100%. Like, but, yes, absolutely. Not to be confused with we're going to automatically be good at it. <laughs> right, because we're not. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I do think it's like a muscle that yeah. has to be built and strengthened. And obviously, um, wisdom has to come alongside our giftings to know maybe when to exert them, when not to. Mm-hmm. Um, how all of those sorts of things, but they, but it is life giving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, so I will, I will also say this, like I also see the gift of encouragement in the therapy room. So, Mm. um, part of, if you've been to counseling, if you are a counselor, like, you know, that part of it is trying to hold on to hope while processing really hard things. And so that is, like, really how I'm beginning to conceptualize my job is, like, mm-hmm. I hold hope for people until they can hold it with me and then hold it for themselves. Yeah. And, you know, I think, not I think, I know that I'm only able to do that because of the Spirit empowering me mm-hmm. um, to do that and to display that gift in that way. Yeah. That makes total sense to me because... Also, as a fellow counselor, Mm -hmm. we hear so many hopeless things, Mm -hmm. or at least we hear so many hard things that would easily make us feel hopeless. And I think there, at least for me, I can't necessarily speak for you, but I know there are moments, I mean, gosh, even just yesterday, you know, like I'm meeting with six different people. That's six different stories and six different experiences with maybe even six different things for each person, you know. Right. <laughs> but in in there are there are moments where gosh, it it my physical body and my mind can feel so overwhelmed by what the client is telling me that they experienced. And part of being a good therapist is at least trying to empathize to the point where we're sitting in that with mm-hmm. them and there's a point that our body begins to feel yeah what they felt. And it can, it can feel so hopeless, or at least there's a temptation, maybe, to feel hopeless. And in those moments, we have to, I mean, I have to pray. Like, yeah. Lord, give me, like, give me hope. Give me words. Remind me that there is hope. Remind me that you're not done writing the story yet. Yeah. And, and so 
when you say like it's only because of the spirit that I'm able to sit in those things and offer encouragement, I can 100% back that up. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that counselors are the only job by any means where we have to rely on the gifts of the spirit to do our jobs effectively. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, right. I think that it happens anywhere and everywhere based on your gifting and your personality, right? Yes, yeah. I mean, gosh, I think about like if you're a barista, Mm. but you're aware of your spiritual gifts, say you have the spiritual gift of discernment as as a barista, you may likely know who in your Starbucks line is a believer and who's not. And, or you may even get a sense, like if you have the gift of intercession, when you can pray, when you just know how to pray for other people, like you can pray on behalf of that person and you can say something to them or not say something to them, mm-hmm. but you are being used mm-hmm. by God in your mundane everyday tasks. Praise the Lord. You know? <laughs> yeah. If you're a Starbucks barista that's praying for me, thank you. <laughs> like, amen. Yes, amen. amen. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, was there any, any other thing that you would add to ways that you can see your gifts being used in the church? I can think of, like, previous experiences, but mm-hmm. not necessarily, like, at Vintage. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess is still part of, like... Absolutely. The, the big C church, right? Yeah. Like the universal church. Um, in college, I was asked by uh, my college leader to lead the hospitality team. And at that point, I was in honestly a really dark season. And I didn't mm-hmm. believe that that was a gifting the Lord had placed on me. I was doubting so much. And through um, that college pastor being like, why are you doubting that this is something God has gifted you in? Like, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Of course you're gifted in this. I see it in all of these ways. Yeah. Um, I was able to, like, believe him. He had built that relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And then I stepped into it. And, man, like, in hindsight, I was not the best at it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, but that's okay. Because I grew so much in yeah. that place. Yeah. And, um, and I was faithful to do what the Lord had called me to do, even though it was uncomfortable. Yes. And so, you know, I think like there have been really kind of like painful, definitely awkward seasons where the Lord has grown those gifts in me, um, that, that I had to be obedient to. And, you know, the conceptualization is like, oh, if I have this gift, I'm the best at it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like. I should be the Michael Jordan of hospitality. And it's like, no, girl, you are not. <laughs> like, right. You absolutely are not, but you can do this. Yeah. And you can make an impact. And people will encounter the Savior in a way that they may not have because you were faithful. Yeah. Right? And so, like, learning to reframe that mm. by trial and error. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah that'll preach <laughs> like like the goal is not to be the best the goal is not to get it perfect I think the goal is just to be willing and available yeah and then just trying trying your best to walk in yeah. that gift man are we so glad that the Lord doesn't call us to be perfect before we use our gifts in the um, church yes I mean I am <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm so thankful yeah I am too and I'm thankful that he can 
somehow redeem our mess, like oh, our yeah. mistakes and our, you know, screw-ups. Yeah. Like, I, I think about, <laughs> as you tell that story, I'm like, ooh, um, younger version of Christy, who was just as passionate, just as zealous, just as discerning, but lacking in wisdom and grace. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I probably did some damage by speaking uh, harshly with my tongue what I, what I knew to be true, yeah. but did not know how to layer it with grace right. and love. Mm. And I mean, I still, I am still learning that, you yeah. know, today. Uh, mercy is definitely not one of my spiritual right. gifts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But even those moments where like you weren't as gracious as maybe you wish you would have been like that was still a display of the gift and that was still what you were being called to do. And it's still glorifying to the Lord and, edifying to the body yeah you know i think you're encouraging me right now even as i share my, my mess up my mistake <laughs> how ironic is that <laughs> oh thank you jesus <laughs> okay how and this is kind of a i, I don't know that the, that you and i will have a right or wrong answer here mm-hmm. but how do you discern or know it's the Holy Spirit prompting me in this way versus it is me Mm -hmm. wanting to use my gift right now. Yeah. I think (laughs) I, I wish there was a hard and fast rule for this one, Mm -hmm. but there's not, at least there's not that I know of. If you're listening to this and you know the hard and fast (laughs) rule, please tell me. Um, But I think it goes back to that source that we Mm -hmm. talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know, like, a lot of times it'll be things that I feel the Spirit prompting me to do that are uncomfortable or that are inconvenient or that I would really just rather not do in that moment. Yeah. But I know that they need to be done. Yeah. And so I know in in that space it's like, okay, this is like the Holy Spirit telling me to do this. Yeah. And I need to listen. Or when it's something that feels like I can't do it, right? Like... Yeah. Going back to, like, being the leader of the hospitality team for my college ministry. Like, I did not feel qualified for that. Yeah. At all. And, but I stepped into it because it was what I was being called to do, mm-hmm. even though I didn't feel it. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I want to be careful not to say, like, if you don't want to do it, it's what God's telling you to do. Right. I not don't want to do that. We're not saying that blanket statement. Right. I'm yeah. not saying that. But I think that for me, that is one of the ways mm-hmm. that I try to figure it out is, like, okay, does, is this resistance that I'm feeling my flesh? Yeah. Usually is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's good. That, I don't know why, I, you saying that. I'm, I'm recalling different times over my life, whether it was high school, college, even like young adulthood. And now like, I guess I'm approaching middle adulthood. That feels weird. But I feel like um, you are in middle adulthood. Shut up, Kendall. <laughs> Rude. I'm so sorry. I'm approaching. I'm not there yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh man this is the type of friendship we have it's all good it's all good anyway it it's been funny that 
every opportunity for leadership I've ever been given, it was extended to me. I did not seek it out. Mm. And I don't know that I've ever realized that until this moment right now, that uh, what whatever capacity it looked like. I mean, that looks like serving on the youth leadership team as a high school student. That's been serving on my college ministry leadership team as a college student. Um, getting to be a youth leader, like that was, like somebody else saw that in me and I was like, no way do I want to do that. And uh, even even in the role that I have at Vintage, like I did not seek out to be <laughs> the women's coordinator, but other people saw that. I guess to tie that back into the question of like, um, I think a lot of us probably know maybe what our strengths are. Like, you know, you think about when you apply for a job, you have to give your, your strengths. But um, but God works beyond our physical strengths or our yeah. our what we are aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I think you were right, like, to kind of go back to what you said. I think he does play off of our personalities. Yeah. Um, but it's more than that. It is. It is. You know? There's a mystery to it, for sure, but it's definitely him giving us this equipping to do these things that he created us to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think, I'm not sure that many of us would just seek out those things. Right. For maybe fear. Yeah. Um, insecurities. Kind of like what you mm-hmm. said, like it took people saying, hey, you're good at this. And you're like, am I? Yeah. I I thought I was just living my life. Right. Right. And then like it, one of the things that I had to debunk about spiritual gifts in my life were that like, I didn't need to put in work for them to grow. Mm -hmm. Like exactly like you said, like it is a muscle. Okay. So it's there. The Lord has given it to you, but you have to work it out. Yeah. You have to exercise. You have to practice. You have to be diligent to do those things. And we see it grow so much more than we could ever like imagine or explain, but we have to be obedient to use it. Yes. Yeah. I think as an encouragement to people listening, one, if you know what your spiritual gift is and you're not, you find yourself not really utilizing it in Mm. the local church, like in Vintage Church, or if you don't attend Vintage Church and your your local church is somewhere else, like maybe asking yourself, like, why? Why Mm -hmm. am I not um, allowing this gift that the Holy Spirit has given me to impact the church, mm-hmm. to help unite the church, yeah. right? Because your 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 gift is just as important. Um, and then I, you know, to the listeners who have no concept of mm-hmm. what are spiritual gifts, what are my unique spiritual gifts, how do I find that out? Um, I would just say one of the best ways to find it out is to to jump in and start serving. Yeah. It'll become really obvious really fast. (laughs) Yes. You know? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, if you... Yeah, yeah. it'll either be a hard, like, good challenge, Mm -hmm. or it'll be, like, a total flop, and you're like, nope, that's... We can can scratch that off. Like, that's not it. That's not it. And that's okay. Yeah, well, a shut door is still direction because it's it's pointing you in the other doors that you probably need Mm -hmm. to try, Mm -hmm. you know? Or at least that's the way I view it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, what about for you? Is there any, like maybe any closing remarks of encouragement that you would offer anybody as we're talking about spiritual gifts? Mm. I have believed at different points in my life, and I've heard so many people believe that some gifts are better than others, right? Mm. Because maybe they're seen in a different way or they lend themselves to different opportunities, yeah. right? Like, teaching is not my gift, so I'm not going to stand up on a stage and teach yeah. or lead a small group and teach. It's not my gift. I learned that by trying. Okay, let's like <laughs> note that. I learned that by trying it, you know, and yeah. that's not my gift. And so sometimes there, it's really easy to believe, well, like, but that's a better gift. Mm. It's not true. Yeah. Because all the gifts are important. Yes. All of them are important and necessary. Yes. So that's that's kind of what I would say is like if you do know what your gifts are and maybe you think like they're not fun or they're not pretty or glamorous or you would rather have a different one, like I really want to encourage you to lean in. Yeah. To lean in and like see what the Lord will do. Yeah. Or if you are in this place of like trying to figure out like what your gifts are, please know that there are not some that are more valuable than others mm -mm. or mm -mm. some that are better or more favorable than mm -mm. others. They're all needed. Yeah. Yeah, God doesn't show favoritism. Mm. And, man, the moment that we start to question, like, I'm just picturing, like, God, I don't like this gift. Give me another one. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we need to check ourselves of, like, why is that? the question that we're asking mm -hmm. or like why is that the response rather than thank you lord for this gift that can be used for the body to unite the body to unite community mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. um, yeah because like you said at the very beginning like it's really not about us mm -mm. it's not about how mm -hmm. our gifts serve us or make us look it's about how our gifts yeah. glorify the lord yes and serve other people yes and um, as we're closing, you know, one of one of the easiest reads, but such a rich, short resource that I have found that talks about spiritual gifts is um, an article written by Tim Keller. And I'm going to link that in the show notes. Um, but he it, he kind of hits on like almost everything that we've kind of talked about today. But um, yeah, every single gift is vitally needed. I mean, God wouldn't have created the gift if it wasn't needed. Mm -hmm. you know? Right, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, that's my encouragement, yeah. too. Um, and he's the giver of all good gifts, mm, right? Mm. Yeah. That's what, that's what James says. Uh-huh. Yep. So yep. he's given it. It's good. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah, and for our good. Mm. And for the good of the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Come on, sis. Right. <laughs> man well Kendall thank you so much for your time and for just um being vulnerable even when I asked yeah. questions that like I, I didn't have planned to ask yeah yeah thank you for having me this has really been a blast so thank you and everyone who's listening thank you for uh putting in the time to listen yes yeah yes. amen if you're enjoying this content and find it helpful please subscribe and stay up to date Leave a review and share it with your friends. Our desire is that you will be equipped and encouraged to live the gospel, serve the city, and be the church.